0: Hello, welcome to Doatan, a a weekly podcast that brings you human rights stories from around Myanmar, brought to you by Frontier Myanmar in association with Foundation Hirondelle. This week, with protests in Myanmar becoming more and more violent, rescue workers are putting their lives on the line to help the wounded. Medics have been captured on film being beaten by security forces. Ambulance drivers have been arrested and doctors jailed. We talked to protesters and rescue workers in Mon State about the threats faced by those who are trying to help others. The story comes to us from the Mon News Agency. First, the two men were told that they would be prosecuted under Section 505A of the Penal Code. As you know, if you're sued under Section 505A of the Penal Code, you can be sentenced to many years in prison. Thanks to some town elders, the two were charged under Section 188 of the Penal Code and jail for one month. That's a volunteer medic who doesn't want to be identified. He's been working with a local philanthropic organization in Chaikami Town in Mon State for more than eight years. In that time, he'd never before experienced violence or seen his co-workers be prosecuted for transporting patients and providing medical care. Now, two volunteers from his organization are in prison. The volunteers were arrested by Junta forces while transporting a snake bite patient to a military hospital in Malemyan on March 10th. After dropping the patient off at about 8 10 pm, they stopped to refuel. It was 10 minutes after the junta's nightly 8 pm curfew had gone into effect. A representative from the organization said the two were detained and later charged for disobeying the curfew after Junta forces found, quote-unquote, political photos and text on their mobile phones. They were prosecuted under Section 188 of the Penal Code, which makes it illegal to refuse an order from a public servant. They were sentenced to one month in prison by the Tampuzayet Township Court. They've now been locked up for nearly three weeks. The volunteers were arrested despite having evidence that they were rescue workers including a police report, a hospital referral, a doctor's receipt, and more for the snakebite victim. The volunteer we spoke with said the event has made others think twice before volunteering themselves. No one dares to go to the philanthropic organizations when there are at emergency patients at night. Not one such arrest are made against charities like this. Patients also have a problem because no one goes to help them at night. There are no exceptions for medical emergencies under the junta's nightly curfew, which has been imposed in Malamyang, Chaikdo, Pong, Chongzon, Mudon, Dambu Zayet, and Ye townships in Man State and across Myanmar. About 10 days ago, we sent patients to Yango and our team members were interrogated in Malamyang at around 8.20 p.m. Security forces searched the ambulance and the driver's mobile phones other relief groups in mon state now have to consider the safety of their members before transporting patients to hospitals we are now only transporting patients who will return home before 8 pm if we do not return at 8 pm we will not able to transport any patients at present many of the maternity patients ask for help But we could not help them. We are facing this difficulty at the moment. That's a representative from a Malamyan-based charity ambulance service. They're now rethinking their operations. The Junta has been targeting humanitarian aid groups and arresting volunteer emergency responders since the third week of February. In March, security forces themselves released photos of volunteer medics being shot, beaten, and arrested while providing medical assistance to protesters in Yangon region's North Okalapa township. In Mandalay, a local philanthropic group suspended its relief efforts after forces destroyed its car and beat its volunteers. The same thing happened to another group that was handing out donations to the needy in Yangon's Lanktaya township. When security forces raided the office of another charity aid group in Yangon, a female employee fell to her death from the roof while trying to escape. Because of these attacks, many rescue workers have gone into hiding. Malamyan resident Ma Tettar said rescue workers are urgently needed there. She witnessed firsthand the events of March 27th, the bloodiest day since protests against military rule began. There were not enough rescue forces on March 27th, and when the rescuers came in full uniform, the police were focused and fired on them, so they did not dare to show up. The cars were not ready. People must be scared because they are being shot with guns. There are five local relief groups providing rescue service to injured protesters in Moulmein, but one has already been charged with a crime for participating in the protest. Its members are now barred from carrying out relief work. The remaining four have so far managed to avoid clashes with security forces. Doatan spoke to a representative from one of them. We face many difficulties when carrying out release work because we have to do it secretly. When the security force can we have to run away or hide. Sometimes patients are secretly rescued. Also the security force targeted and blocked acts. Because we came to rescue the people. When we go to rescue the patients, we have to load the patients on motorbikes because cars are not allowed to enter. The International Committee of the Red Cross issued a statement on March 28th regarding the violence in Myanmar, stressing the rights of the injured to emergency medical service without delay. They said ambulances and medical volunteers must not be blocked or threatened while working. Still, reports continue to emerge of the military regime's security forces attacking rescue workers. But for the volunteer we spoke with in Malamyan, rescue work is his calling. He says he'll continue, despite the risk. We are rescue workers. We have to go and rescue the people when they are in trouble. When we went to the rescue, we were automatically taken to the killing field. We have to go and help, even if we risk our life. We have to go to give our life to help the injured people in a protest house. Our job is to save the life of the people. We will continue to work even if they are of some difficulty. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Doatan. You can find the podcast on the Frontier Myanmar website or Facebook page or on Doatan's Facebook, SoundCloud, YouTube or iTunes pages. This project to support human rights reporting is a partnership between Frontier Myanmar and Foundation Hirondelle, with support from the Embassy of the Netherlands in Myanmar and the Swiss Agency for Development and Cooperation. Thanks for staying with us.